Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year 2022. We welcome you all to the Happiness Journey with Dr. Dan podcast, where every journey is worth living. My name is Dr. Dan, and I'm your host for today's episode. I'm a cognitive behavior psychotherapist specializing in anger management issues, both core-appointed and private, marriage counseling, dissociative disorders, narcissistic personality disorders, depression, anxiety, dream analysis, and also provide life, business, and retirement coaching support. I provide individual one-on-one session and also group settings. If you need any assistance, reach out to DMV Therapy and Coaching Services at 301-325-1550. And our website is lifecoachdenamzalag.com. Today, I'm very excited to have for second episode of season four, a very special guest, Nate Zelesnik. Now, just like every of my past season and episode, I will leave it up to the guests to properly introduce themselves as no one can do a better job. Nate, the floor is yours, my friend. Dr. Dan, thank you so much for having me here today. And for all the listeners out there, greetings. My name is Nate Zelesnik, and I am the co-founder and the president of a company called Vibrovision. Now, what Vibrovision is, is it is a really a cutting edge meditation, energy work, breath work, but also thought and mental ability expansion company. And I have been on a journey with my brother. Actually, I've been fortunate enough to walk this path with my co-founder and my younger brother for the past 23 years to bring a new type of energy and mental awareness to the masses. And it's a very special, um, it's not like anything else that people are familiar with because my brother and I are the very first people allowed to learn this method, this technique, this art, if you will, from a royal family in central Java in Indonesia. We're the first non-Indonesians. So we have an amazing opportunity and a huge honor to take this groundbreaking and life-changing technology that everybody has access to, they just don't know how to use yet, and bring it to the masses in a way that changes lives like nothing else can, including, and yes, this is going to sound crazy, but we've now proven this, including helping people who are blind to be able to sense or uh, I'd say see, but it's not actually sight their surroundings and perceive things like people with vision do. And I know it sounds way out there, but that's the neat thing about this is we're now in a new era of psychology, but also I would say maybe parapsychology where we're learning about higher brain functions and the ability to access abilities and things that we didn't think were actually legitimate. But now with neuroscience and with physics, we're proving that they are not just a flight of fancy. They are our birthright. Wow. Now, how long have you spent um, time with those Indonesian gurus to be able to acquire and master that knowledge? Well, that is a good question. So that that is a, a very long answer. It's a, an answer that actually takes about twenty three years to tell. But I'll give you the Cliff's Notes version. Yes. <laughs> so I had a synchronicity happen in my life when I was twenty three years old. This is back in nineteen ninety eight, where. I had seen a demonstration of Indonesian martial arts on a VHS tape that blew my mind. It showed people who were breaking steel and they were breaking stone, just barely touching them. But 
Then it also showed people who were blindfolded and these people were blindfolded. They were riding motorcycles and driving cars right through cars as traffic uh, without hitting anything. They had military people who were shooting targets out of people's hands. And it even showed blind people that were able to read if you can believe this or not, they'd like use their hand to scan a whiteboard and read what was on it or somebody's cell, like another cell phone, but a, a magazine and read what was on the page. And I was really, I was really skeptical, but it was amazing because I've always wanted to be a ninja and a Jedi. So like a ninjedi my whole freaking life. And I saw this and watched it a few times with my brother, but I really didn't think much of it because, you know, it's all in Indonesian. I'm over here in Utah at it's like it, it was unmanageable even though i'd done martial arts for a long time and my brother had numerous black belts we thought that this was like something that you'd see only in asia and it, it wasn't available to us here but the next day i had a synchronicity where a blind woman was trying to cross the street in front of me uh, while i was stopped at a light and her dog her guide dog led her directly into the light pole and i mean this could have been a fatal accident if that dog had done this at the right time because it was a 50 mile an hour zone Mm. and so i just had a stroke of inspiration that i wanted to help her i didn't even know any blind people at the time i don't even know that lady i still to this day don't know her but i just made it a, a decision in my mind it was like something that would not leave me alone that i had to find out if those indonesian people could help her and the other blind people in this country and so i went on a mission and I started searching for them and I found the Vibrovision Foundation in Indonesia. And I found out that it was one part of a much larger martial arts organization, one of the largest martial arts in the world, in fact. However, we'd never heard of it and nobody outside Indonesia had really ever heard of it because it was a closely guarded secret for over five centuries or close to, excuse me, close to five centuries by the Royal Family of Central Java until 1963 and they released it to the Indonesian public during a period of a coup d'etat and the military was killing people it just slaughtering people and so the 10th generation royal heir to this knowledge and his two sons released the martial art and the energy work to the Indonesian public to help them become more energy aware and more aware of their influence and impact on the people around them, but also to be able to to defend themselves. But they didn't allow any non-Indonesians to learn this until 1998 and, excuse me, 1999. So I saw this video in 1998. I reached out to them and here's this 23-year-old kid and his younger brother who are just diehard. We have to bring this here to help blind people. And they had been looking for a representative, but nobody had wanted to take up that mantle. So I, I'm, I've never been uh, accused of being somebody who backs down from a challenge. I'm like, go straight on and see what I can do in my life. And so I took this challenge of bringing this, these people over here and we sold everything we could except for like our, our, you know, our fillings and our teeth or our (laughs) kidneys, but we were able to bring the very first demonstration team of this art, which is called Marpati Puti. No. That sounds funny, but Marpati Puti means white dove. So this is the white dove system of martial arts, combat, energy generation, like chi, bioenergy generation, internal healing for ourselves and others, but also this multi-sensory ability that we call vibrovision. And so 
when we brought them over here and I got to see for myself, pun intended, blind people who were able to do things that you or I just take for granted and do them as well or better than we can do with our eyes open and fully functioning. Wow. It made, it didn't make, nothing can make me do anything, but it inspired me and my brother to decide this is what we're going to do with our life. No matter what it takes, we are going to bring this art to America to help everyone who is blind here. And fast forward to their departure. And we just thought we were going to be their representatives. That's the only thing that we wanted to do because <clears throat> we knew that we couldn't train. They never allowed that before. And there happened to be an Indonesian gentleman that was at the airport when that contingent, when that uh, team came over. And we just met him and he was seemed like a nice enough guy. And he lived in Salt Lake City. And when we, when we were saying goodbye to them at the airport and sending them back to Indonesia, they said, he's going to be your trainer. And it turns out he used to be a, he was a former, he is a former Marpati Puti trainer for the Indonesian military and special forces, which <clears throat> Vibrovision is actually in use by the Indonesian special forces <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> right now and has been for over three decades. So they use this technology for search and rescue. They use it in live combat. It's, it's pretty amazing what they're able to do on a military level, not just for blind people, but for the military. And so we began our training with him about a week later. <laughs> and uh, oh boy, <clears throat> uh, we had been involved in martial arts for a long time. We had never encountered something like this. It was the most intense and <laughs> paradigm shifting breathwork meditation and hard style martial arts training that we could have ever imagined finding. And we just started off in the martial arts. We weren't allowed to learn the vibrovision and our instructor didn't know vibrovision because he just trained in military and combat and the breathwork and the internal energy generation. So we had to bring people over here. And then we also went to Indonesia several times to test and train over there, including in 2013, I went over and I just went over for like a month. But my brother, Mike, who's the head trainer for Vibravision and Marpati Puti Martial Arts for North and South America, he's the highest ranking instructor of this art on this side of the planet. He lived with the royal family for six months and he learned with them every single day about the vibrovision technology so that he could then come back and retrofit it, if you will, and separate the dogma from the actual utility, what actually works and why does this work? Mm -hmm. And he did that. And so now we're able to offer this in a five-day retreat for people to literally have decades of our training compressed into days and not just the training is compressed, the results are compressed as well. And so we find people that come in and they go from hello to holy crap <laughs> their first day. And that is pretty much everyone goes <laughs> into that state of, oh my gosh, this is real. A, this is real. B, I can do it. C, this is going to change everything about my life and how I interact with myself and other people. Wow. So why don't the American Blind Association partner up with you guys to be able to say, hey, we have... Uh, several million blind people here, let's do like a massive uh, retreat and have them all come to you and cure them. 
Yeah. Well, okay. So first, this isn't actually a cure for anything. Um, it, it doesn't uh -huh. restore sight, but what it does is gives a new sense of awareness that can overlay. So if you think about it, us having numerous senses, this is almost like a kinesthesia and a synesthesia situation where we're taking vibrational senses or other, whether it's uh, pressure or it is smell or hearing or um, nociception, well, hopefully not nociception and pain, <laughs> but uh, proprioception and taking these things and overlaying them in a lot of people as a visual signal in the brain, in the mind's eye. So just a full disclosure, this isn't a cure for anything, and it's not here to replace. We don't want to replace the use of dogs or canes or traditional blind skills. We want everybody who's blind to use those. This is a supplemental non-visual skill for people. So back to your original question, we have approached different blind schools and blindness organizations, but this is still too far out there for them to understand like, oh, okay, let's get this going. Plus it, it, it takes a lot of work and time to train those with visual impairment just like it does for say using a cane or uh, their vocational rehab. If people lose sight, it's usually nine to 18 months of training at a blind school every day, eight hours a day. And even then about 40% of the people don't ever learn those skills proficiently. And that's just, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. So we need to have a bigger team and we need to have more access to blind people who can be with us for a long time. But to that end, we have trained six blind people who live in, in Phoenix, Arizona, and they all have just leveled up their life and their perception amazingly. And all of them are just like, this is the best thing I've ever found. And um, they've all lost their sight. None of them are, are blind from birth, but they have lost their sight. And it's, uh, it's a, such an inspiring, such an inspiring thing to be present when someone who has lost the ability to sight and to, to see starts crying and you ask them what's what's wrong and they say i can finally see my hands i can see that yellow bean bag over there i can see that red pole over there and they're accurate and it just it blows my mind every time i see it <laughs> and every time my mind too definitely yeah well and, and you know that's the thing dr dan is when we brought this here we wanted to make sure that we were as little woo-woo and lumped into the new age group as possible. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's very difficult to gain traction in the medical or scientific or the blind, especially the blind community, if you're doing things that are not, um, you cannot empirically, empirically measure or prove them. So to that end, we've worked with some of the most amazing neuroscientists in the world, some of the top EEG or QEEG specialists there that there are uh, some of the most world-renowned physicists. We've trained blind people. We've proven this to medical doctors. We've proven this to uh, people who have their degree in energy transfer, like they're doctors of radiative energy transfer and all kinds of optometrists. I mean, we wanted to make sure that we could really put this into the hands of people that can say, yes, uh, I didn't believe it, but I've seen it. And now I've for myself because I've done it and this stuff is real. I don't know how it works yet, but I want to know. And that's what we're doing right now is a lot of research. And we have a foundation, uh, 501c3, to help support that. Um, <laughs> and also the training of blind people because this is truly a revolutionary 
human technology that we all have in ourselves, but we just don't, it's, it's like you have um, an amazing machine that you just don't have an instruction manual for. And this is an instruction manual that works whether you believe it or not. So let's say some people who have lost their vision, Nate, because of a glaucoma or any other uh, illnesses, um, do you teach them how to build another sense? Like, for example, I've, I've seen a show on Dr. Phil um, mm -hmm. where a kid is completely, completely blind. They had to remove his eyes. Yes. And then yet he was able to walk around, do skateboarding just by using yeah. you know, his fingers. It was some kind of vibration that was bouncing back at him. So he knew where there was obstacle in front of him, even though he was not able to see anything. Yeah. And he was able to, even in school, he was able to get straight A's mm -hmm. because of that, not ability necessarily, but yeah. he was able to find other ways to utilize to his benefit. So is that mm -hmm. similar to your science? In a way, yes. And in most ways, no. The way that that's, that is called echolocation. Okay, so that's an auditory sense, right? So uh, there's a reason, uh, this is just kind of, I'll nerd out just a little okay. bit. So if you're underwater, there's a reason you cannot tell which direction something is coming from. Let's say you hear a boat. The reason why is sound travels much faster underwater than it does in, in air. Mm -hmm. And there is very little or no delay that our brain can determine underwater. So you can't hear it first in your left ear and then your right ear and determine it's on your left side. So that said, that is a auditory echolocation is an auditory skill. What we're doing is we're tapping into our intrinsic sensors that are not related. To, they're not the actual five survival senses. And we're not sure exactly how all of this works yet. That's one of the most exciting things that we're doing is the study and the research into how this works. And we know it works and we can prove it over and over, but the how that's what it's really time to do is determine how <laughs> and we know that uh, there are many factors that can influence somebody's ability to do it it may even be genetic but that said when we are thinking of this in a echolocation way it is in some ways similar because the person that you were referring to <clears throat> he could snap his fingers other people click with their mouth Mm -hmm. And their bouncing sound, just like a bat or a dolphin or a whale, is going to bounce sound. It's sonar, right? So they're bouncing it off, telling where it's coming from, and they can get a general idea. And I have friends who are master echolocators, and they just blow me away every time they're like, that's a mailbox right there. And I'm like, what? You clicked and heard that that's a mailbox, and you can tell how tall it is? All right. But with Vibrovision, what we're doing is we're catching the photonic, I guess you'd call it, or the atomic vibrations of all the things around us. Because as we understand through physics, everything is energy and all energy has a frequency and every frequency carries information. So if we're able to train our skin, to train our internal sensors of our, in, our, in our body, our energy senses, if you will, to determine that when this comes in, that's what this means. Well, it's not that much different than our eyes telling us that this is yellow or blue or purple or green or whatever is we get those wavelengths of light reflected back to us. You know, if you have yellow, you can see yellow when the light is on, but turn off the light, you're not going to see it, but that still remains yellow, but there's just no light to bounce that back to our eyes and yellow is what's reflected. That's why we see it, right? All other colors are absorbed. So if that makes sense, 
we're doing echolocation, but on a much faster level, on an atomic level, on a vibrational level that is different, similar, not exactly the same. <laughs> well, that's a good way to summarize it, uh, Nate. So in your in your five-day retreat, you said that um, you compressed all this very extensive knowledge that you have acquired um, in Indonesia, et cetera. Um, but in that five day, what, what kind of transformation people can actually experience? Um, is it like after the second, third, fourth, fifth day at the end, at the beginning, how do they, because each case scenario is different, Nate. Mm -hmm. so not yeah. all, and everyone cannot have the same exact problem or same, uh, you know, vision issue. So how does that work exactly? Sure. Well, and, and so when we're talking about our immersions right now, we're doing immersions only for those with sight, uh, just because it does require one-on-one -on -one attention and all the entire time for somebody without sight. So just want to make sure that I have full disclosure on that at this time. So when we come to a five-day immersion, what you could expect, let's say you come to one of our five-day immersions and you have like, okay, everybody has their own goal, right? Everybody has their, this is what I want. Some people want to see without their eyes, because it's awesome. Other people want to do it because, well, macular degeneration is something that they're, they're encountering now and they know they're going to lose their sight or they have glaucoma in their family and they know that that might be something down the road and they want to make sure they get ahead of that, um, whatever it may be, right? So people have their own reasons, but what we really specialize in, and vibrovision is so much more than just seeing without your eyes. That's really just a good way for us to demonstrate, wow, this, this has the ability to transform people on a fundamental level. But when it comes down to it, Merpati Puti, the white dove system is without a doubt, hands down for every single person that's come through the most powerful and impactful breath work, energy work, meditation system they've ever encountered, no matter what else they've done. And what we spe specialize in doing in five days is helping people to build and store and direct their personal energy, their, their chi, their bioenergy, if you will to help them also to expand their awareness far beyond their normal five senses. And that's something that is pretty universal. We have these senses and this just helps like a, a, a lock pick set with all the tumblers and the pins. It helps to unlock this part of our sensory ability. And then we also help people to develop and open their intuition and their creativity where they can rely on their intuition so we do have a lot of people come to us in the business realm mm -hmm. that use this to do multi, multi, multi-million dollar deals and be successful because they can really trust their decisions. Okay. And then a deep mind, body, spirit connection. So a lot of people do come to us for the mindfulness, for the stress relief, for the uh, personal empowerment aspect, and then health and vitality. Uh, this is not... Like anything that anybody <laughs> is familiar with <clears throat> until they actually do it. And that said, I've seen amazing transformations in people's health in less than a day. And it, wow. it, as long as they continue with the exercises, it continues typically. And when someone is very stressed um, in their day to day life, um, uh, how can uh, White Dove system actually help them? to be able to reduce the stress level and how to cope with them without really losing control. Yes, that's fantastic. Well, so uh, Dr. Dan, working in the field of psychology, 
um, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I've, I've had so many people, especially sports trainers <laughs> have yes. quoted this as well, that one of the best things you can do for depression is to exercise and get your body moving. Uh-huh. Right? So you're, you're not just releasing these great hormones in your body that uh, help, you know, admit whether it's dopamine or endorphins, whatever it might be. Right. Um, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. <laughs> you're a doctor and you, you don't have to play one. You are one. So mm-hmm. maybe you're definitely going to know these things better than I am. But I can tell you that when you start moving your body, you start feeling more powerful and more capable. And sometimes when we're in a state of stress or anxiety or depression, all it takes is a little bit of a nudge to get out of that rut. Because if we start walking the same path, as you know, it can become a rut, but then eventually it can become a grave. And so to get out of that rut and do something for ourselves that is truly embodied and makes us feel powerful, like we're back in control and we can actually take the reins of our own health, whether it's mental, physical, or emotional health, that can do amazing things, which we're seeing all all over the world now because breath work and energy work is becoming very popular. And so with Marpati Puti and the White Dove system, the VibraVision system, (laughs) as we do this, there, like I said, there's a you, you, it does take some courage to do this. It is not the easiest thing in the world. So sitting down and listening to one hand clapping, that's actually harder. <laughs> that's really hard to clear your mind. Anybody who says, just clear your mind. Of course, that's the time you start thinking of purple elephants and what that they leave the iron on. So learning how to meditate is something that a lot of people struggle with, but with the vibrovision method of meditation, it allows people to really drop their brain waves and drop in to a deep meditative state almost instantly after, you know, without much practice. Mm -hmm. So that is something that's extremely beneficial for the people who are stressed out, like, like humans, let's just say all humans, because we are always bombarded with so many stressors, whether it's from social media or thinking of the past and regretting it, thinking of the future and fearing it, or, uh, I mean, very rarely are we in a, uh, I'm going to get eaten by a cave bear situation, a fight or flight of actual danger. And yet our system is almost always under assault from our own mind. They can't tell whether something is a real threat or an imagined threat. And the CDC on their website, it's, they say over 90% of disease is caused by stress. So if we can make ourselves sick with our mind, it stands to reason that if we change our mental and emotional, and ultimately our chemical patterns, we can make ourselves well again. And that's where VibraVision really shines is the ability to take our stress and put it a billion miles away so that you can actually be more of a human being and not so much of a human doing. Hmm. Interesting. So if someone already practiced meditation, Nate, um, you know, do you change yes. the tempo in breathing? Um, you know, when you inhale, you keep the oxygen in for four or five seconds, and then you mm. inhale until you empty completely your lungs. Is yeah. there a different tempo that you guys use that is related to uh Merpati Puti? Uh, yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, I know. It took me a while to learn it too. <laughs> and I've been doing this for a long time. A uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So we would definitely change tempos. We also change the ways that we do breathe. Be- humans are one of the only, or we're actually the only organism or animal that we are aware of that does not have a standard way of breathing to remain healthy. And so much research has been done over the past 150 plus years showing that there are over 200 different health conditions that are exacerbated or directly caused by improper breathing. Mm -hmm. And 
now that we live in such a toxic society, and I'm not talking about Twitter, I'm talking about the air that we breathe. Um, the World Health Organization says that one in eight people will die from air pollution. Wow. One in eight people will die from the air being so toxic that if we're coupling stressed out improper breathing, this releasing cortisol and all kinds of dangerous chemicals into our body that are fight or flight chemicals that put us in a state of chronic fear that really de demolish our organs, if you will, couple that with the bad air quality that uh, I'm here in Utah. And sometimes, you know, we have the worst air quality in the whole Northern hemisphere. Okay. I mean, just, just the way the mountains are here, the pollution just stacks up and they, they're like, if you go outside today, it's the same damage to your lungs as smoking 14 cigarettes. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's rare, but when we have it, it's bad. And so if we think about these things where we are having our, our, our amazing human body is such an, a miracle because we can be so, so adaptable. If you just think about what, how many kinds of food we can eat and not die as opposed to other animals, <laughs> sick, quick, it, yeah. um, it's pretty, pretty amazing. But then you couple that with the fact that we have this brilliant consciousness where we can direct healing and we can direct actual physical change on our genetic level, which is being shown now with epigenetics to our cells and our tissues. Well, the more skills and tools that we have in our quiver to change in the way that we really want to, the better we're going to have. Well, we're going to live a longer life and a longer health, happier and healthier life. It would make sense that, that that's possible. And the thing is, is most people live their life by default. And so when, or they live it on accident unconsciously, right? They get up and same program repeats, as you know, and the psychological, that, that's breaking patterns is a, a really important thing. And especially for addictions, which we all have our addictions, right? I'm addicted to breathing. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to using the restroom. I, I'm right here. I have a cup of coffee and it is so good. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we all have these different things, but living our life in a conscious and intentional way. That's really where people can reach for that uh, enlightenment, if you will. Enlightenment isn't about powers and it's not about doing things. It's just about being and it's about truly being aware and awareness and judgment do not go hand in hand. I see. Now, um, for listeners, uh, Nate, um, how can people find your retreat or find yeah. you to sign up because I'm yeah. sure that that's going to pique a lot of people curiosity. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of like trolls will say, well, what kind of BS is that? Or is that really working? Or is that this or that? So, but I want people to really experience the changes from within because yeah. obviously if you don't try it, you're only going to criticize it. Simple. Okay. So how can they find you? Yeah. And that is human nature that we fear what we don't understand. And we Correct. want things to stay the same because we don't want anybody to, uh, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty standard. That's been going on since the <laughs> beginning of time. Right. So the best way for people to come and find me is at Vibra vision. That's V I B R A. So like vibration, vibravision.com forward slash Nate. Okay. And when people go to vibravision.com forward slash Nate, You'll see a demo, uh, like an introduction video. You're going to find out a lot about what our program offers. But if you want to actually try this for free, yeah, for free, you can actually get a free gift where I'll just put it this way. Belief is a poor substitute for knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
if candy from substitute for knowledge. So before you knock it, try it. And you can do that at vibrovision.com. And our vibrovision.com main website at the very bottom, it's got a little form that you can fill in and it will send you a free gift of the most basic exercise that we teach in the Merpati system. But this exercise, I have seen somebody who was uh, paralyzed on the left side of their body with a stroke. After five minutes, they were able to move their left arm and feel in their hand for the first time in a decade. Uh, another lady who had long COVID, she spent about five minutes doing this exercise. And then she reported to us that she could take out her nasal cannula and breathe properly for the first time in nine and a half months since she got COVID. So this is something that I, I can't promise anything to anybody that it will work or do something for you. But what I would encourage people to do is have an open mind because you are so much more powerful than society has given you permission to believe. And this is simply a tool, tool chest of things that can help you become the best version of yourself in the way that you want. So vibrovision.com for the free gift, vibrovision.com forward slash Nate to find out more about me on my special page. And if you type in Vibrovision channel on YouTube, oh, I'll put it this way. Cat videos are fun, but this will keep you just as occupied and inspire you much more. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that is all the time that we have for today's episode. I do appreciate taking the time out of your very busy schedule to join us. And thank you again for participating and inspiring our many listeners with your incredible story night. Now, we hope that you have all enjoyed today's episode. And I'm also very excited about the many upcoming guests that we have scheduled for season four of the Happiness Journey podcast filled with inspirational stories, just like the one that you're listening to today. Now, here are some concluding words of wisdom. People who succeed have momentum. The more they succeed, the more they want to succeed, and the more they find a way to succeed. The first phase of success will be the most challenging and difficult part of your journey. But if you push through it, not give up, focus, and stay determined, you will reach your goals. Similarly, when someone is failing, the tendency is to go on a downward spiral that can even become a self-fulfilling prophecy. They will start pursuing their dreams because of what's the point attitude. For them, failure is final, and no part of that failure can render anything positive. They tend to let go of their dreams and settle for something they will be miserable with. Try to stick with the pursuit to greatness, and if you fail, know that it's just a learning curve for you to reach the epitome of success. My name is Dr. Dan Amzalag, and you may all keep pursuing your amazing journey in life.